Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The Post Analog Podcast for Generation X. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Post Analog Podcast where we talk about all things over 40, whether if it's about health, music, or even cultural commentary. But before we get started with the show, I want to thank our sponsor, Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use your promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50. To receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Topically, we wanted to talk about, at least from my perspective, are these role models, male in my sense, that are perceived as alpha males, but are very beta in the relationship, in a toxic relationship. But you saw the topic lead as... Well, I look at it as it's a okay a human uh, flaw. It's a human condition. It's a topic. human condition, but it's a human condition flaw that we all feel, and the way we present people that are in celebrity status, then we look at them as gods, and so we have an expectation that's completely different than the normal person would at see in their personal lives. Fantastic, great. So, listening audience, there it is, and we're gonna peel the banana. <laughs> Or, wait, it, no, it's far more complex. It should be an onion, huh? It layers of onion. Yeah, you peel the layers away. Okay. The but, Shrek reference. Right, right, okay. So, we want to talk about, in conjunction, aside from Will Smith, the slap. If you've been on a rock, Google it. Uh, and Johnny Depp facing Amber Heard facing this defamation trial. Mm. Okay. So from my perspective first, and you react to it, then I'll react to your reaction, is it's interesting how we spoke about gender roles on a previous pod. But I've seen this happening in my 20s, which is the 90s, mm-hmm. where a lot of Gen X males are starting to become bitches. To, to where meaning they did not wear the pants and have a sense of direction or contribution to the relationship, right? So for me, my interpretation of this is, look, man, if she makes more money, then play the role properly than what you guys seem to be adjusting towards to. But if you're just like this lazy fuck and then you're passive aggressive because you don't make more money or you're not given the pants to make decisions then it's up to you to one realize and two bounce or accept it okay 
2020, 30 years later, my mind has changed. I see it as if you're hurt and you're the battered person, it's tough to get out. Mm, okay, yeah. In 2022. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, I just saw it as like, oh, you're just a beta bitch. So for me right now, I feel so magnanimously confused because I'm like, these guys are good looking. Fair, fair to say, right? Will Smith, good looking mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp, good, mm-hmm. look, good looking guy. Both can sustain money and not because of the money, but because of what they've done for themselves. They can exercise any financial relationship and career options. It's there for them that they've earned. However, they are stuck at is what is perceived as these toxic relationships. So before we even get into the two specific relationships, your reaction to that? Well, basically, again, it comes down to the way I, I form it, the way I look at it. You are a human being, okay? We are still looking at these people as if they are gods. And even though you have success money, a relationship that you think is kind of working in that that realm, you still are a human being, but you also have additional factors now coming at you. So you have your uh, you have your news media, TMZ, you have your Instagram, you have people coming at you 24-7. The pressure keeps building and building and building and building. And these are people, normal human beings, just trying to do their art as best as they can. And what I find interesting about all these situations is I think we're shocked when we hear about certain things that happen in their personal and private lives. And we're like, well, that happened to me. How can that happen to them? Right. They're God. Bingo. So my perspective comes from that where we are. And I even hear people say this. I've heard this. Well, you know, they, they are uh, in a celebrity status. Uh, You know, that's, that's part of the, what they have to deal with. Really? 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 I, I mean, I, is that what it is? I mean, you, you want to do your art as best as you can. So that means that when you go through something like this, that's exposed to everyone and everyone has their opinion about it, that makes it okay. When do we start stop realizing or start to realize, hey, these are human beings too. They have lives. When do we start to separate and say, well, wait a minute, maybe we don't need to go down that rabbit hole, but I think sometimes we do it because we like to see I hate to say it, kick them when they're up, kick them when they're down. And that's something that I see that social media does. Yeah, I mean, like Manny Pacquiao, you you applaud him because he came from nothing. And once he's uber successful, now you talk shit about there. You trash him, right? That's mm-hmm. the typical story. For me, Erica, to help answer the question that you're intonating is really now that, that it's 2022, we're at a point where if it's a, if it's a successful female financially, mm-hmm. education wise, respect from family, respect from work, but your partner, albeit another female or male, is a piece of trash, why are you still with them? That's where I'm at now. And it shocks me so much because even though you excel in so many different fields, the most personal and closest and intimate relationship that you have out of your life. That's the one you don't have any control of. 
But wait a minute. Why would it shock you? I don't understand that. Why would that shock you to see Be- that they might fail at something because like that? Because in these modern times, and it's really me expecting people to be uh, aware via media or social media that like, hey, you know, uh, this is us now. We Females, we stick together. Lamert Park, it's about African-Americans doing this. Uh, Filipinos are bonding and there's little historic Filipino town now, you know, and, and it, we're coming from a module of strength. Now it's not coming from a, uh, mindset of let's grind. My parents grinded for me and I'm 46. So my, my younger cousins and nieces and nephews, they come from a position of strength, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm going to do me because a good me will be a good us. But, you know, apparently Will Smith um, is going to India trying to reach Siddhartha, get mm-hmm. enlightened. Mm-hmm. And I found out Jada Pinkett Smith is following him several days after. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was just kind of like an exposition of finding oneself. And then it. Jada's going to jump in. So I I guess it's just because Will Smith, let me lock it down with Will Smith. He's so involved with social media. I know he knows about Gary Vee. I know he knows about how I built this. Mm -hmm. He has so many videos on motivation. Mm, I saw, I I see them. You see that there's Mm -hmm. all over there, everything from brick by brick or the difference between you and me. If we're on a treadmill, the difference between you and me succeeding is I'm going to die until you stop on the track. He is like this number one motivator. Mm -hmm. And to tie it up to what we were talking about is this toxic positivity positivity that we had spoken of before. And that's why it still shocks me because it's the perception that they're already aware because they're feeding you the perception of understanding. Right there, right there, right there. They're feeding you their perception. I think that to me is a signal. They're feeding you the perception. I saw Will Smith do an interview with Gail King. Okay. Okay. And How long I, ago, roughly? Ooh, Years, this, decades. No, no, no. This is about a couple weeks before the uh, the slap. The, the slap. Yeah. And I, I just watched a snippet of it, and I, the one thing, and I, I remember telling Joseph this when I saw it, and I said, you know, what was interesting about what I watched, I looked at Will, and for some reason, he did not look right. Meaning, his mannerism, the way he was talking, it was forced, uh, forced positivity. It was forced like, I'm, yes, this is great. This is wonderful. But it was like this underlying condition of something else going on. Now, that was my perception. It could be, you know, just another asshole just like out It wasn't there. founded. It was loose. It was but- just what I, it's just what I observed. It was my observation and listening to their discussion. And he was talking about, again, you know, his, his role in uh, King Richard. And, and, you know, of course, of course he was nominated for that. And then he won the award, but it was, it was just watching the subtle remarks or the way his facial remarks uh didn't match up with what he was saying and you can you know people know this people are very instinctive and i think what tv does especially it allows you to even focus in more because it picks up those subtle clues that you wouldn't pick up when you're talking to a person directly that's the one thing i noticed about tv or video so to me there's an underlying um 
uneasiness or something's going on with him. So when he's going out to India to try to find himself, it's always fascinating to me that people who are trying to, uh, who you think have a grasp on their life and are aware, uh, there's this other part of them that is struggling just like everybody else trying to find out what the hell am I really about? Is this really what I'm about? What's going on here? I mean, with talking with you, it's the same thing. There's the struggles that we all have in a relationship with people or within ourselves. And we are always looking to figure out what is that outside of ourselves. But we're not taking the time to stop and say, ooh, what's really going on here? And I don't think uh, the media, uh, social media, allows a person to have that opportunity because it's always in their face unless they decide, I'm not going to look at it. I got to stop. What do you think? before I answer that, let's succinctly um, answer that the slap that he gave to Chris Rock is an underpinning of the issues that you're talking about. Yes. Okay, great. So you and I agree on that. Your question to me is what about, uh, is a particular to Will Smith? to what he's going through i I think it's particular to well because of that incident okay we're all aware of it that's something that helps i think broaden our discussion to it's underlining within all of us and we just don't see it but when we see people like will smith do that or go through that that hard time in his life right now then we have a different perspective of just like we all have our opinions about that incident and what he could have done better well it happened now what oh okay so what what's next after that right now what well, for me, look after examining it to where I was the dominant male monkey caveman before and towards my late 20s, early 30s, I had two relationships where I found myself like, dude, I'm the beta bitch here. I'm not even Omega. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm a beta hoe right now, dude. What, to grab your ankles? <laughs> I guess. And take it in. <laughs> I left those relationships within four months mm-hmm. of realization because mm-hmm. I still wanted sex because mm-hmm. the sex were, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Super amazing. <laughs> I felt like I was Brad Pitt. Like I assume Brad Pitt has no cum in his body. So <laughs> he, he could see like a microwave baby in front of him. Like, oh, mm-hmm. hope it died quickly. <laughs> Jen, keep jerking me off. You know? So, and that's a flaw in males. Or no, you know what? That's a flaw in me. But it's not a flaw. That's another. That's a. That's a discussion. That that that's sure. not a flaw. I, I think it's a flaw, at least, from our my end, to stay in a relationship because the sex is so good, and the se- the good sex is so frequent. I think that's a big flaw. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but you're put. I see twenty year old Erica now, yeah, yeah. banging motherfuckers. That's why you're saying, <laughs> huh? But I was being. Um, and I don't want it to be too long form on that topic, but I was being, uh, disregarded with opinion. The, the biggest opinion giver, Charles mm-hmm. was being disregarded, right? Mm-hmm. One was because she made more money. The second one was, uh, she was the only child. Mm-hmm. Another discussion. So for what next for Will is... He needs to find himself where with Johnny Depp and we can always go back mm-hmm, to Will. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to seg permanently mm-hmm. with Johnny Depp. He goes, fuck this bitch. I lost all my, my, uh, 
nine-figure income from Disney because of you. So guess what? I'm going to be a man. I got my finger sliced because mm-hmm. of you, bitch. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm going to put you on court. And then they found audio of, jo- uh, of, jo- of uh, Amber Heard telling Johnny, like, well, good luck. You're a white guy and you're a male. So they're not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to believe you that I was abusing you. So I think the next thing is to find yourself and take action. Mm-hmm. And I think Johnny Depp is a perfect example of like, going back to Will, Jada, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. We could do a divorce or whatever financial workings for that sake. But we're not meant for each other or I'm not meant for you. I'm done with this abuse. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. Okay, okay. And I, I, the way I look at it with Johnny Depp too, Johnny Depp is doing something and I know some people are not going to agree with this now. Um, okay, women... Women have been able to manipulate the 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 legal hand at times. Not all the time. The majority of times, no. Sure. But there have come times, and I've known people like this. I've known women where they would actually physically abuse the guy that they're with. The guy, you know, is trying to defend himself, and he's got bruises on himself, and she's got bruises on himself because she's self-inflicted. She's doing it to herself, and they've, they've done that. And it goes back and forth, those really crazy relationships. And I see Johnny Depp is saying, hey, look, yeah, you cost me a lot. As a matter of fact, this is defamation, and I'm not going to put up with this because I have rights too. And he does have rights. And he, if he's got that on tape, as you just talked about, and it's released and they go through this whole process and they find whatever they, the, the decision is going to be fine. But I think what happens in situations like that, you do have men who are in those roles and they aren't, not that they're not beta, it's just they're saying, no, hey, I too have rights and you need to listen as well because men have been in this situation before as well right they have been they have been they have been abused women have historically been abused you know throughout forever from the beginning forever when it comes to something like this again you have a celebrity who you'd never think in a million years would have to go through this shit because he's a good-looking man. He's, 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 he looks well-adjusted. He seems well-adjusted. Based on his previous girlfriends, they see that he's well-adjusted. So something else is going on here, but he is taking the, the path of saying, hey, this is wrong, and I'm not going to participate it, and I'm not going to perpetuate it by you saying, oh, I got abused. And I'm not saying that she didn't. We don't know the whole story. We're just following along like everyone else. But there comes a time where there's certain things, the facts do not point out or support uh, a person saying, hey, I was abused when they're not abused. Okay, so that's my perspective. And we're talking about Johnny Depp for the listening listening audience. Yeah, but as far as Will Smith, (laughs) there's so many things going on there. It's like you said, him finding himself, I hope he finds himself because I see a troubled individual and it's, there comes a time and this is the perfect time to talk about it because we have been talking about it for a while since COVID mental health is something that has to be looked at and not frowned upon. People aren't crazy. People are going through some difficult times and they just don't know how to adjust to it. How do you reach out and get help when you're a celebrity like that? And you're talking about positive messages Right, so your whole world is different than our world. No one sees us. No one really knows us. But him, and he's out there in the platform like that. He's got a whole lot of shit he has to work through, and I don't know how he's going to do it. But like he said, hope he finds it. Don't know if he's going to find it, but 
What is next? Right. Because, you know, we're not like tabloid commentators. Mm -mm. So we speak in evergreen methodology, right? But really, you could do a series on Will Smith and you could do a series on Johnny Depp and chop it down to human condition. So for me, with Will Smith, the complexity is the length of the abuse that he's felt. Jada being aware of it or or she's not. I mean, I've seen video of her back in the 90s telling Will Smith how to kiss her on camera. Where it was like, she was like touching his chin a little bit rough. And like, babe, why is your mouth open? And I'm, I'm, if I'm Will Smith, well, bitch, I'm about to fucking kiss you. Mm-hmm. That's why my mouth is open. You know, I, I, I see like these mannerisms that are just out there, which is like pretty, pretty bad mm-hmm. and pretty sad. So here's the third loop I wanted to throw you in, which is why I wanted to see it somewhat from where we're now everything is equalizing because now there's toxicity from the female end and um amber heard can handle her own self financially so can jada pinkett smith so we don't know the numbers internally but they're fine single if they want to be financially Mm -hmm. they don't need you it's like if barack and michelle obama broke up Mm -hmm. they're good Mm -hmm. which by the way on subtopic uh michelle obama will be the trump killer if he runs again I think she's going to be, could be the one to go ahead against the Republican Party. If, Michelle? If Obama, yes. There's so many woke people. Well, uh-uh. don't, don't, don't even go there. <laughs> I hate that term. I, I love it because it used to be positive and now it's negative. Well, that's because, uh, this is another discussion, that's yeah. because there was a certain group, ethnic group, that is trying to, uh, to put certain ethnic group, uh, ethnicities in this woke group. That's the problem I have with it. It's code. It's code. Woke is code. Yeah. And that ethnic group that's being put into that group is that ethnic group the one that's plowing you and pleasing you every night <laughs> you damn right <laughs> all right there you go um subtopic but we'll, we'll continue on that but for me i feel like the third which is really the first person that brought me to this is anthony bourdain his situation was he was married once got divorced married once had married a second time with octavia bourdain had a daughter and then when they got divorced, he ended up falling in love with this lady, Asia Argento. And then I'm, I'm really cliff note, post-it noting it even. <laughs> uh, they were in an open relationship as the relationship was failing. Mm-hmm. If you watch the documentary Roadrunner, he disco- it's about Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, Beautiful documentary. Mm-hmm. And it paints... The full picture, by the way. Mm -hmm. But, so I won't spoil it for you. It talks about discretion about being in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. That's that's all he wanted. Mm -hmm. And it affected him so much. I feel, it's pretty much painted by the doc, but I feel Mm -hmm. in my theory, that was the turning point to where it was like, dude, I'm the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know my job? I get to eat and have long-form conversations, which are very spiritual and Mm in-depth. 
I get to eat all the best food and travel. Mm-hmm. I'm good looking. I'm 6'4". Mm-hmm. I'm training in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is bliss. Yeah. And bitch, you're going to do that to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoots and Well, he, doesn't, he didn't shoot himself, but, you know, yeah, yeah. committed suicide. Yeah, I know. So that, that was the, the spin point for, for this episode because of the Will Smith thing. And Johnny Depp. So Johnny Depp for me is, ironically, which is great of you to seg to earlier, was, so what do you do now if you're Will Smith? What do you do now if you're Anthony Bourdain? Mm-hmm. I think it's it, it's really addressing it and not taking yourself so serious. Mm-hmm. Because I thought Anthony Bourdain took himself way too seriously. And he goes, I'm fucking Fonzie 3.0, oh, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And this chick's going to do this to me? How depressed am I? Yeah. Same thing with Will. Yeah. Good looking. Dick is probably as big as a boat. Mm. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Mm 6'4". Just based off proportion. Mm -hmm. Good looking. Great looking kids. Looks like the kids respect them. It's not like that fuck you broken up family via Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Intonating to your point. Adjusting to your point. Yeah. So to me, I, I needed you to be here to talk about this instead of me doing the solo pod mm-hmm. because I, it's just astonishing and now we're discovering or I am discovering what the battered abused women are like mm-hmm. but it's 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 a new nouveau problem because both parties are established yeah yeah both parties can be individually Success is not driven about money. Success is driven about the potential to be happy with everything. Money, what you've accomplished as a person, how far you've come. Amber Heard and Jada Jada Pinkett, I don't know them, but could be that. Very happy. Both really good. Dude, Jada Pinkett was so bad when she was young. I thought she was a mixed chick. Mm-hmm. Is she? I think she is. I mean, she looks... I, I don't know what she is, though. Dude, she was so bad, mm-hmm. dude. She's f- so fine in the 90s, you know? But that's why I needed to talk to you about this topic because it, it it's astonishing for me. Both successful, new times, old problems arise. And the problems will always be there because always that's, will be there. that's the human existence. And I, that's what I was talking about before. I said, you have people in the celebrity status and they are looked upon as, well, this shouldn't have that. Because I think sometimes people think, well, if I had, if I was Will Smith, I had his money, I had his wife and that life, oh, everything would be great. But again, it comes down to people, people, we're just people. And we put the pressure on and with the expectations on people like celebrities to act and behave a certain way. We always expect that. They have to to act they have to be the better um uh as far as anything that they do and it you crack you can't you can't continue that way and i even think about people who profess to again here we go profess to be positive and this is why i got to this place because i thought this way there are people you can see that truly believe that and live that life of integrity and authenticity to me oprah's one of them Okay, along with, um, do you know who David Goggins is? 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put on a t-shirt once in a while and uh, fucking eat an ice cream and motivate <laughs> me that way. Fuck. Okay, David Goggins to me is authentic. This guy has a a very uh very very keen sense of existence for being the best that he can be and it's not bullshit. Why he's that way? I don't know. He talks about how he, you know, was overweight and all that stuff, but he has that type of uh, delivery of his message. Will, when he delivers his messages to me, is that I have to be this way because I have to be this way. This is what is expected of me. And I don't think he's able to fall back on that, that under knowing of I am authentic. I think he is struggling with that right now because of Jada and that whole situation that happened. And then we saw the slap as, as you saw, because there's something else going on. He didn't know what to do. There was a video that came out on Instagram uh, from a couple of years back. Jada was filming him without letting him know like, Hey, I'm going to film this and I'm going to post this on social media, but we should assume that now. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Jada was filming him. And she was like, hey, shouldn't we give credit to Dr. X because Dr. X helped us out through our marital problems? And then Will was like, I'm going to imitate a black man. Mm -hmm. It's not a black scent. I'm imitating uh, Will Smith. But Will Smith was just like, yo, man, dude, social media is my bread and butter. I wish it would have asked me first. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's how that Kind of, yeah, if he does, if that is that how he did it, if he was like five seven, yeah. yellow, and over gelled, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that Will Smith was basically saying, like, hey man, so he the, that's the first thing in that second sentence he said was social media was my bread and butter. So, to compliment your point, it's just like one of those things where he's just like, my god, dude, it's like, prepare me, let's pre prep, let's put on the show. But this is not the show because he didn't prepare me, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and then Jada closes it or concludes the video with like, well, apparently the 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 uh, psychiatric help didn't really and the marital help did yeah. not really yeah. help that yeah. much. You know, so um, I think it started I started to see it being forced inspiration mm -hmm. like four or mm -hmm. five years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. when he was doing that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, when Jaden Smith was an mm -hmm. adorable little bear cub <laughs> in it, mm -hmm. and that story was about thriving, right? You know, a guy who's broke, who sold like these archaic machines, bone density scanners, and then living in the, what is the term when it's kind of like where homeless people try to wait in line to be sheltered? Shelter. Shelter. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm like, a shelter. Right. It's that thing you put in your mouth. It's like food that you eat. It's food, dummy. Um, you know, that was in, inspirational. You know, that was awesome. And, and then him involving his child. It's like, ah, oh, this dude's really active yeah. with this kid. So I could believe when he's getting an interview by Tavis Smiley mm. and he can be inspirational. Yeah. Because look at how he's treating his daughter being on Oprah. I was like, this dude knows how to raise kids. These kids are going to be all right. But now with all this, it's... It, it, I hate to question it, but I do question if it was motivational the last five years when his kids was older, all this motivational stuff. Mm -hmm. 
when his kids were a little bit older now. Like, are you running away your problems? So it's kind of like people who post memes and quotes. It's, yeah. It, yeah. They're the ones who need that quote. It's the people that we talked about, the toxic positivity, right? It's we have to give this message because this is, you know, I'm on Facebook. I'm happy. I have happy food. I'm traveling all over the world. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And my life is really shitty when I go back home. And no one knows about it. And I'm very embarrassed to tell people I'm not that person. I can relate to that because I, I do that. I can say, if I know I you mean, do that. You mean you? Me personally, Oh, yes. really? I, oh, I don't see yes. you active on social media. No, well, not on social media as much. But with my friends or my circle oh, of friends, okay. I keep it very personal. My friends really don't know very much about me because I'm embarrassed to, sh to share certain things of my life. If I'm embarrassed, I cannot imagine a person in that role as a celebrity having it just splattered all over the world. Not even just the small place. It's everywhere. It's the world. Uh, uh, quick comment and I'll toss it back to you. My good friend Russell always puts the hashtag note to self mm. when he posts something motivational, which I love that mm -hmm. because he's self-aware. Mm -hmm. Sorry, continue. No, I have no note to self. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just sit there sometimes and, and just don't know. And like I said, I think this is what it, people like this and, and I hope, like I said, I hope the best for all of them, right? I hope that they find their way. Uh, and I hope people would learn to be a lot more kinder and understanding the pressures that people feel because we have them in our personal lives. Sure. Right? And Absolutely. You know, because you went through that, you know, you're still going through that, taking care of your family. Those pressures keep mounting and mounting and mounting. And if you have social media in front of your face and people following you all over the place and you're trying to present a, a persona, which you are, that things are great and things aren't great, sooner or later shit hits the fan and everything falls apart because they can't keep that going. It can't. No one can keep that going. I, I want to show you uh, a comment on Instagram about one of our pods. And I think it's the, I am a forever long form promulgator. Mm -hmm. Like that's why it was so interesting to me when Sirius and XM were separate entities. I'm like, these people are adding long form conversation. It's not the typical seven, seven, mm -hmm. three, seven minute portions on TV. Mm -hmm. It's not like the six to eight minute then break, you know, uh, conversation. I don't have my glass. I have my contacts on. So, um, God damn you, it. What you, the you, fuck you, am I going to read here? Right. Shit. You, now you're going to surprise you, you, me with you, this you, shit. Okay. Where am I reading? Uh, right. On, it was, it was a good listen and very honest. I'm sorry to hear about your mom and your brother hard knock, but thank God I'm from an older generation where you just push. How are you? <laughs> there you go. That's you just push, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yes. Right. Because uh, when I tell people about this pod or with people that I love to listen to on, on podcasts, I, I, I am slowly becoming an, an extinct ear for radio because I don't find a lot of like uh, substantive, substantial like listens for talk at least. Um, like I tell people all the time, 
Like this pod is not about like the me, me, I woke up like this pod, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that, you know, and before, before we even close, but I do want to ask a couple of questions to you. Like the, the solution to me, as far as for conversing and the difference between good banter and chat to excellent purposeful banter and chat is a solution. So for me, it's Johnny Depp. It's what he's doing. He's challenging yeah. the status quo. Oh, well, you're a f- like even Amber Heard said it herself. She's like, well, good luck them believing you that I abused you. Yeah. Because you're white, you're handsome, you got money. Mm-hmm. They're going to believe me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like the presentation of this chat is important. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, do you feel, as we closely wrap, do you feel that I'm wrong for thinking for a little bit that it's good that it's having them both genders now at least? No, I think men forever have uh, seen a lot of stuff going on and uh, they they see the the slant on certain things child support one of the issues you know where men would get slammed with child support and the women uh not i'm not saying that this happens all the time women so don't go crazy on me but there are many cases where men don't have the money and yet you keep going after them or they'll keep going after them uh for child support and when it turned the table turns and the person let's say the woman makes most of the money and the man's asking for child support when he's taking care of the children it should be done that way it's called it's just being equal if we're going to go out there and command or want demand equal rights that goes both ways for men and for women you can't just negate and say for the sake of argument because you're a man they're going to believe me because i am the female i am the, the lesser you're not the lesser we've never been the lesser we just need to be about fairness and about equality and about um supporting each other emotionally not not to pigeonhole people because you're the man, then this is your role because you're the woman. This is the role because you're transgender. This is your role. It's not about that. It is about equality in both and both sides of the, the ends of the deal here. There's no, to me, there should be not the the whole purpose of this type of conversation is to say, Johnny Depp, all the best to you because you did stand up for yourself and Will Smith, all the best to you because you stood up for Jada Pink- Pinkett for whatever reasons you felt. It may not have been the best road. Hope you find yourself. Brought it home. Home run by Erica, the Post Analog Podcast. The Post Analog Podcast. Tune in for tradition, mental health, and conversation. For the Gen Xers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.